With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to a special What's the Word show. Uh, the show is about finding out what inspires people to sustain their respective careers. My name is Cheval John, and thank you for joining me. I uh, have a uh, the treat of interviewing uh, the music duo of Annie and Kate, who are an acoustic rock duet on the rise. And, and of course, uh, they, they are currently uh, in the process of releasing their third album, The Storm Within, which will be available on January 21st, 2017. And, you don't, and of course, they're here with me right now to chat about that album and also how they got into becoming a music duo. So, Annie and Kate, uh, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks so much for having us on. Thank you guys for taking time out of busy schedules. Uh, truly honored. Now I'm going to start off with an icebreaker question, and I'm going to ask you all, uh, who's your favorite sports team and why? Houston, okay, I can answer this question. Houston Cougars, they're college teams because that's the school that I'm going to, and that's the school that uh, my or both of our parents went to, and they met there. And um, this Kate talking, I'm obsessed. <laughs> And um, we, we've been around the University of Houston since we were really little. Um, and I say we go to Houston all the time to watch games. Um, I myself uh, just applied to their music school. Um, so I'm looking forward to the possibility of going there as well. This is Annie talking. Okay, that's awesome. And Kate, uh, your team? Uh, but I said earlier, Houston Cougars as well. Because... Uh, We've oh. been to a lot of their games. I've got really big into them over the past couple of years. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, well, that's really awesome there. Uh, so, so of course now uh, that uh, you know the the coach is headed towards uh, your guys' area, University of Texas. I know it kind of must be kind of a bittersweet moment for y'all. Is that? No, <laughs> we're not UT fans. Uh, uh, even though we lived around the area, nothing wrong with the school, just not a fan of the sports team. And uh, that's, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but we're we're excited to see where their new coach will be taking them. And we have faith that um, the University of Houston is going to have amazing things ahead of us. All right. That's, that's a good attitude and good positive attitude there. So now, now let's, uh, let's chat about uh, your upcoming album, The Song Went In. Can you share with us about... Uh, how you guys came up with the title for that album? Um, so, so when we first started this album, uh, we didn't name it for a while, uh, but we wanted it to be kind of theme of our kind of because we're gonna be 18 uh, in this next year, so we wanted to write about um, kind of growing out of childhood, graduating from high school. Um, so the album has a lot of themes of past relationships and growing up. So uh, the storm within came from um, a lot of the songs have a lot of rain and storm references. So we thought, hey, it should be something to do with weather, and so we got the storm within because it's about taming a storm within yourself. 
that's really awesome there. So, excuse me, sorry. So, so basically, like, one of the songs that out, like, for many of you guys that's listening, and now in, pre- in preparing for the interview, I was listening to one of the songs on the album called Yesterday, which is really uh, upbeat. And also, it, it's like, you know, the rich, the rhythm is very awesome on a song. So, so how do you guys come up with that, for, for the, the idea for the song uh, yesterday? Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to specify. Did you say yesterday or gasoline? Oh, yesterday. Okay, so yesterday. Um, well, um, that song was kind of just, it was really, that's how we got the theme um, in the first place uh, for the album. It was really just, again, the gr- growing up. Uh, this is actually more Kate's idea. She came to me with the lyrics. Um, and so I really should let you take over. This is more of yours. Um, that song for me was like, uh, you know, like Annie said, growing up. And uh, it talks about the parts that nobody really tells you about when you're growing up. And no one says that it's going to be hard. And no one really talks about the falling outs that you may have with people. And, and the good times as well. But that song was really about my experience with growing up and uh, what that was like. And it's a song that I really wanted everyone to be able to relate to because everybody knows that really awkward phase of, of like teenage years. And like, you're not really a kid, you're not really an adult. And um, I feel like it's a relatable song. Okay, that's really awesome. So, so now I gotta ask, uh, how did you guys uh, decide to become a musician? Because I know beforehand, y'all were a part of a of a of a band beforehand, and then then you guys decided to go out go out on your own. So, so I led you guys in that direction. Well, <laughs> something funny about us is that yeah, we were part of a band, and we never really thought about being just a duo, even though it'd be very easy because we live in the same house. And um, our parents really had to push. I mean they pushed us towards that direction, but they never forced us to do anything that we didn't want to do. But we just never had thought about becoming a duo. And when we did, um, we got really busy very quickly because we were able to be together all the time and practice and have access to each other. And, um, and our parents supported us every step of the way. And it was really an, a very great experience being in a band, but it's been an even better one being a duo. That's very cool. So, so now I gotta ask this question for uh for your mama Sylvia Berdon, who's your yacht manager. Uh, did did you get you guys? They said that uh you all uh that you pushed you guys were supported them. Um, how did you know that this was the right direction uh for for them to go like in uh in becoming a music duo? Um, well, they had started out um in music when they were. A- about six years old, they started out in lessons, um, and then they they got together with a teacher who um, got them into those bands that we talked about earlier, um, and that was, um, they, they were in different bands, at, you know, at, at different times for different instruments, um, but as I said, you know, they, they started, um, you know, kind of practicing together, you know, rehearsing for a particular um, performance, and they just sounded really good together uh, just the two of them and um and so we decided you know hey that that sounds pretty good you know let's let's try it just the two of them 
Um, and it was really just, you know, it got to a point to where it was just, you know, kind of hard to ignore, you know, how they, how they sounded and, and, um, you know, and, and they wanted, if they, you know, we always told them, you know, you could do whatever you wanted to do, you know, but we encouraged them, you know, to, to go the music route because they just, they sounded really good together. And when they started harmonizing, it really seemed to, um, you know, to appeal to people. Um, and so it, it just seemed like, you know, the right, the right thing to do. Wow, that's a, that's cool there. So now, uh, you know, the the fact of the matter is now, I mean, I've noticed that you guys are only like touring in, you know, your the home city of Austin and and then, you know, San Antonio and then here in Houston. So, and you guys been you guys been doing this for a while now. So, is that it was that always a plan to just only like, you know, grow grow your uh, fan base where it would go beforehand because I know that sometimes, you know, Many aspiring musicians might want to, like, you know, I guess, not become famous, but to get well-known, per se. Well, that decision kind of came about in two ways. Um, one was um, a few years ago when the girls started talking about where they may want to go to college, we started looking at growing the fan base. In, in some of the different cities they talked about going to college. So when they started, they had considered looking at um, Texas State, they looked at University of Houston, uh, looking at uh, North Texas, and so obviously those are in different cities. And so we said, you know, hey, well, if that's the case, maybe we need to start looking at building your fan base around those cities and, uh, or you know, the larger cities around those areas. And so that was part of the decision in trying to expand out. The other aspect of that was um, that because if, if you play in your same city over and over and over again, then it becomes, um, you know, an overexposure situation. And um, and so we decided, you know, hey, let's 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 try to, you know, we'll, we'll do a gig in Austin this weekend, and then you know we'll maybe skip out. Austin for a while, and then we'll head to San Antonio, and then, you know, we'll try Houston, and so it allows them to play often, but at the same time, um, not really risk the overexposure situation, and it allows them to grow a fan base in very easy. Uh, okay, so that's the, yeah, that's, and that's really smart there, because I know, like, for, like, for, like, you know, for music, I guess you could say for businesses as well, you know, it's it's very important to at least you know gain a lot of audience first in the in your local area before you kind of like you know I guess you know be, I guess uh, expand out to a wider audience because I guess you know you you got that core fan base that will that will support you no matter what. Right, right. I mean, it, it, we so they yeah they do have um they have a fan base here in Austin. They've got you went know, in San Antonio. We've got. I'm from Houston originally, and um, have a, as is my husband. And um, so we do. As, as Kate mentioned, we do go to Houston a lot. Um, so in in a sense, we kind of have a, a built-in fan base there. Um, but uh, yeah, did that strategic move allowed them to be able to build um, their fan base and and avoid that overexposure situation with playing the same cities over and over again. On the average, they 
they've they've done gigs up to about you know maybe anywhere between uh, like 55 a year. This this past year uh, we just finished our last one, and uh, this past year they did 71 uh, shows, um, and that's, that's oh, wow. in all all four major cities in Texas. That's really good. This so now I gotta ask them uh, about this because I know because uh, they they did know that that you do you guys know that you were going to be successful do you guys have any doubts and if so how did you overcome those doubts i think i think in anything anyone does there's always a doubt but i think you have to just look at it on the more brighter side and and even i think the way that we've overcome that is really we we ask ourselves are we still having fun and if we weren't having fun we would stop but I think we both enjoy it. I was speaking for both of us here, and I say we both enjoy it. Performing is something we love to do, and we can't really imagine our lives without music. So that's that's how we power through any kind of doubt that we might have. And I think to, to add to that, um, we've been lucky to have so many amazing mentors and friends who have given us not only the advice but support to make sure that we are successful. And even so, we kind of we, I know we kind of have the mentality of, I mean, this may not be the right thing to do, but you know, we believe it's the right thing. We'll try it. If it doesn't, then, you know, we learned our lesson and we just got to keep going. That's really cool there. So, so now I got to ask this because, I mean, I know that you guys, uh, you know, you guys are indie, uh, indie band, of course, and, and it ties into social media a lot because, I mean, I know that, you know, social media has allowed, uh, you know, indie uh, bands and also entrepreneurs to to gain an audience. So why do you, so why do you think uh, that is important? Social media is important for, for anyone if they're trying to uh, grow their business or their, their music. Well, I think social media is important because if you didn't have social media, there would be virtually no online presence for people to find you and the only way that people would be able to find you would be by happenstance coming to the venue that you're playing at and social media is a great way to to get your music out there and get your content out there to people who may not have known about it before but it's for all the indie bands out there the market is is very um full of indie bands and i think you really have to with social media now push everything and make sure that it gets out there because otherwise you may not be discovered or many people may not find you. Hmm. Okay. So, so now I got to ask, uh, you know, I noticed that you guys are only, I believe on, I believe four social media platforms. Uh, so why, you know, why do you think, uh, you know, you should only be on a few social media platforms if you just started out? Because I know, because I have a feeling that many, like you know, businesses who are just, or anyone who's trying to uh, start out in social media, they might be on every social media platform, and that can kind of like hurt them. Uh, I'll I'll take that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we do kind of limit it to um, to maybe about you know three or four. Um, so they go you know on Facebook or Instagram. Um, Twitter or kind of the main three ones that they do. And then, um, you know, we do have SoundCloud as well. And SoundCloud is pretty cool in that it's it basically it's like your own personal radio station. 
um, you know, you're, you, you can push your own music out there. You can uh, add, you know, to a playlist. Um, so it, it's um, a great way to be able to, to, to have uh, your music out there. And when, you know, and some of them um, you can actually, like with SoundCloud in particular, you can put out there on Twitter and, 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 um, and you don't even have to leave Twitter to listen to it. Um, same thing on YouTube, on onto Facebook. You can um, you can either upload the video natively, or um, or you can you know link it to to YouTube and it, you don't leave Facebook. Um, so it's I, I think it's important to 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 be on on some of the main ones, but you know some of the other the other ones um, you know it, it's just it, it's it's just hard, but you know to get out there all the time and and and, and to keep up with it. And I think it's also important not to um, have the same content on, you know, a lot of people have it like, a, you know, I'll post something to Instagram and it'll automatically share to Twitter and automatically share to Facebook. And, you know, it, in a way that looks, um, a lot of people do it, but I've also heard, you know, a lot of, I've done some research and people say, yeah, that looks a little lazy. Um, so we try to vary that up um, and, and maybe use the same image, but change up the content you know, or something like that. So trying to stay fresh with that. Wow, okay. So, well, let me uh, play a little advocate here. So what, I mean, yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter is, yeah, I mean, but doesn't that, like, save time? I'm thinking at least, like, say if you're only, like, on tree and you post out the same content, like, say, on Instagram, and then you automatically post it to your Facebook page. Isn't that, doesn't that, like, save time? I think I think yeah, definitely saves time. And if it would be great if it was, if we were able to share everything everywhere instantly. But I think a lot of people see if a lot of people see the same stuff on your Instagram that they see your Facebook, then they would be like, why do you even bother going to your Facebook if I can see everything from your Instagram? Mm -hmm. And I and it gives a sense of laziness when you share the same things on every website, especially when. We like we've got this one feed on our website that shows you all of our social medias at once, and there's like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And when they all have the same content, it looks um, like we were a little lazy on that. Yeah, but at the same time, you can recycle that same information mm -hmm. and schedule that out. Maybe you know, like if you put something out on Instagram, and then maybe a couple of days later, you can reshare that in a different way on Twitter. Um, and, you know, quite honestly, I use, I use um, HoodSuite or, you know, I, I schedule stuff out um, so that, you know, it can be reshared, um, but, you know, I, I, um, it can be just kind of spread out. And with Twitter, you, you have to, I think, there it's a little different game because with Twitter, there's so much out there that you're lucky you caught anybody. <laughs> you know? So um, I think it's, that, that's a little different. But, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with the content. I think it's just a matter of spacing it out. Yeah, definitely. I agree with I agree with that, Big Fan. I mean, it's, I mean, it's always different, you know, content, you know, you got to, you know, you got to, you know, different, the different social media platforms have a different, uh, different uh, audience and you got to know what, uh, which type of uh, content will, will uh, resonate with that audience per se. Exactly. I, so we've got, um, you know, some people that really seem to prefer Instagram and, you know, they'll um, make comments 
pretty much only there, um, you know, and then uh, we've got some people, you know, kind of likewise with Twitter that, so they're kind of like our Twitter followers or Twitter fans or the people that we talk to there. Uh, and then, you know, kind of the same deal with, with Facebook. Um, so I think it is important to, uh, you know, uh, to address the, the social medias, um, you know, and, and address those particular audiences, um, you know, and, and then you're going to go back and, and, you know, and also I think it's important to look at the, you know, follow other people, look at what they're doing, comment on what they're doing. Uh, other musicians definitely, you know, congratulate them on any successes that they might have. Um, you know, I think that's important as well. All right, definitely. Now I got to ask this question because I know that, you know, you guys have been featured on a lot of uh, media outlets and most are, you know, couple are like media outlets and one is major the Austin American statement. But I but I got asked about this uh, because I know that, you know, a couple of weeks ago you you were featured on a Viva Live radio. And so how how does that uh, help, you know, you guys to to like to be able to like stand up in a crowd in a niche market with your music? I think I think what's important for us is that not, not maybe not so much standing out in the crowd, but is that just getting our music out there to share with others. And that's something Annie and I really stress when we've done this is that it's a journey that we're taking and we want to take other people on it as well. And that's why we make everything relatable for other people as well. And it's, it's the radio shows and, and features and things, it's, it's more about being able to share with others more than it is really about for us standing out. Because we don't want to really compete with anybody because that's not really our goal in the end. It's more just to be able to allow others to take the same journey that we're taking with us. That's really, that's really, that's really cool because I mean, I, I, I mean, it's almost like, you know, you just, you just focus on your, on your journey and also it's, it's also like collaboration in some sense, not really competition. And I think that's really what what really helps out uh, anyone, like to, you know, if they have, you know, if they're in business to basically, you know, try to uh, complement each other and grow the, grow, the, um, grow your audience too, keep the competition, quote unquote, uh, going. That can help you all to succeed. Absolutely. And, um, you know, our collaboration for us is a huge deal. Because I mean, when we were in music lessons, oh, our favorite, our teacher, who is, I mean, for sure, our favorite teacher of all time, um, he was very big on not only teaching us about music, but teaching us about how to work with people, and that was his big thing: is be easy to work with, be collaborative, be willing to work with others. And for us, that is a huge thing. It's not, it's not about. I mean, art is about relating to people and expressing yourself. So therefore, it's not meant to hurt people. It's meant to bring people together. And along those lines, you know, the the girls generally will have um, shows that can go, you know, anywhere from like two to three hours long. And, and so they they like to have um, people come in, either open for them or um, you know perform during their breaks. And uh, they've been fortunate to. Uh, work with a lot of great musicians in in all the cities from which they, they've been in, and and as uh, they have this kind of this, this network of musicians and now friends that they um, you know can can jam with, they can perform with, uh, 
there's uh, they've done a, a series uh, in San Antonio where they it's a event a, a couple of times, and we're looking at making it a little bit more of a formal thing. Of a you know they they get together with a number of, of uh, ladies uh, and they they do a showcase, and that all came about because of you know that that type of situation where they bring in other musicians to uh, perform with them. And those are our favorite kinds of shows. <laughs> yeah. To be the most fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now I got to ask this question here because I mean this is a sports question in a sense because I know the Super Bowl is coming here to Houston next year and and I already know it's going to be busy and of course like I'm you know I'm I'm recording I'm recording this show across the street from the I'm at the Hilton America's Hotel here in Houston which across the street from me is Discovery Green and I know that's going to be crazy with all the Super Bowl activities happening. Uh, so, but this is, this is a question, what, how can uh, small businesses or even uh, musicians, you know, prepare themselves for major events like the Super Bowl that that will be coming here to Houston? I think one thing that, as you said, we know the other musicians, friends of ours have done is a busking, is when uh, major events, especially football, there's, there's obviously tailgating, which we've done, by the way, and it's amazing. But <laughs> that some musicians will come <laughs> and they'll just play around. They'll just play around that area just to get other people possibly interested. And I know another thing that they've done is like official tailgates will have like official bands booked, and they'll perform in the same surrounding area just to get people to try to listen. Oh, and another thing I think that uh, musicians can do as well is um, the the national anthem, which, and I, I'm not saying this to brag, but we which we've done as well at other sporting events, uh, is a great way to get other people to listen because they have to. It's the national anthem. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so now I got now I got. So who are who are you guys' uh, musical influences? Um, at, you know that. That's how you got to be where you're at uh, today. I think uh, one for us is definitely hard. We grew up listening to them. Uh, we even cover one of their songs. It's they're, And they're another um, sister duo, and they're, they're fantastic. And their harmonies are super um, tight, and they're very, they're very um, pretty to listen to. I have a Fender guitar named after Nancy for, for that specific reason. Um, but starting out, I think um, it was definitely around the, it was 2011, so a lot of the artists that popular then, so like One Republic, and Adele was definitely one that we covered a lot. Um, we really love Shine Down, that's been another big influence for us. Um, and uh, Daughtry as well. Um, I can't think of specific ones, we're kind of so many but we, we so many because we most of our covers are kind of really one-offs of things that we know from other artists there's not really like a set amount of this particular artist versus another oh but we do love the right. Red chili peppers <laughs> and we have done a number of matchups <laughs> with those uh, as well um uh, well a lot of our musical influences because of our parents I and mean, mom used to play all kinds of music around the house and in the car, including uh, even Spanish music, I think actually before English. <laughs> and, uh, we, we love telling the story. Um, our dad, um, when we had MB3 players, 
we needed help getting music on them. So we made a list for our dad, um, and we said, hey, can you put these songs in there? He's like, sure. He barely put anything that we asked for on there, and instead he put his own stuff. So a lot of Rush, um, uh, Boston, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it paid off because he knew what he was doing. <laughs> uh, oh, forgot to mention Paramore as well. It's a big influence. Uh, my other guitar is named after um, the lead singer of Paramore. I think it's a big influence for us too. And that's um, an art that we usually end up covering with the art other, art other artists we collaborate with. Awesome. That's, that's very cool. so. So basically, you know, so basically, it's like the musical influences is like multicultural, basically, and that's I think that's a good thing too as well. Yeah, we agree. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this since you guys have uh, I mean, you guys have made a lot of interview appearances on shows. And I give uh, people who are podcasters, broadcasters, or forward to ask me a question. But since you guys have, have uh, been on, uh, you know, been been on interviews on shows, I'm gonna allow you guys to ask me a question. So, fire away. <laughs> um, yeah, that is the question. <laughs> okay, I've got one. Who is your favorite person that you've interviewed? <laughs> My favorite person. Yes. Oh wow! Uh, it has to be one person. Yes. Oh crap! Uh, uh, <laughs> oh boy! Uh, other, other interviews, obviously, we're two people, but the question is, um, who's your favorite person that you've interviewed? Uh, well, okay. Well, I'll say my favorite person that I've interviewed is Tamara McClary. And she is the uh, well. She's a national speaker, and she is the um, and she's she's actually uh, now she actually runs a company called Thulium. And I say that she she basically has been a major influence in my life, and she was actually my coach as well. In, in you know my oh, you know group amazing. coaching uh, so program. Cool. Yeah, that's she amazing. she basically is. Yeah, she's awesome and. And I really, I mean, I learned a lot from her and, you know, I, and I think, you know, like once you spend a day with her, you're going to feel very inspired to do great stuff in the world. And that's all, I mean, I haven't met her yet in person yet, but I've, but I've, you know, interacted with her on many bases on social media and uh, she's, she's really awesome. And I, I can guarantee you, you guys will love listening to what she has to say. I have a question. Um, so what's your favorite social media platform and why? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Uh, yeah. I love Twitter because it's very instantaneous. You can uh, interact with people in real time. And uh, basically, and it's, and it's basically like, you know, one of the places now where you can find your news, you know, news, audience, news feed. Like if something's, trending on Twitter you can you can immediately go to see what's going on and that really has that's been uh, one of the major uh major reasons why I like it and plus Twitter chats as well where you can participate in Twitter chats too so that's that's why I like Twitter I have one uh, I have another question because you started off the interview with this question what is your favorite sports team okay okay uh, uh 
I'll what, say what you, for. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to repeat the question. I'm sorry. That's all. I was going to say for me, uh, baseball, Chicago Cubs. I'm a Cubs fan. Uh, uh, right. Basketball, San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio yeah. Spurs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, football, San Francisco 49ers. And and uh, and uh, soccer, uh, Boca Juniors, Argentina, Argentina uh, soccer team. And then... Um, and of course, uh, college foot, college sports, uh, San Diego State University. That's where I graduated from. So, those are my uh, that's my four sports things. Very cool. So the world, world series must be pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's, so basically now, um, now three now I should do this. Uh, if anyone has a question, if you guys have time, if you, if any of you guys have a question uh, for our uh, guests and Annie and Kate. And of course, uh, Sylvia Brooks on the manager. You guys can call in to this number, um, you know, three four seven eight three eight eight one nine seven. You know, if while well, we got a few more minutes uh, left for the show, so if any guys have a question, you guys can call into the number one three four seven eight three eight eight one nine seven. So now I now the question is um, now if now I now uh, what do you think uh, people should be how important is the uh, networking, especially for uh, indie musicians? Um, networking is important in any in any situation, and and I'm I, I mean I'll I'll be quite honest in saying that I come from a background. Um, my degree is in um, organizational psychology, and I had um, uh, before I had the girls, and they are my oldest. I also have a third child. Um, but I was in human resources for 10 years and I was a recruiter, um, and, uh, primarily, and then in human resources as a generalist. Um, and I found that networking is always important. Um, you, you never know who you're going to run into, how you can help someone, how they can help you. Um, it, it's just important really in, in any situation, in any business situation. And, you know, music is a business. Um, uh, that's, there's, there's just two ways about it. It is, it's a business. Um, so it's, it's, it's important really in any, any situation. Definitely agree with that there. Uh, so now, uh, the question is, uh, this is three more questions. If you guys had the opportunity to spend one day with someone you admire, past or present, outside family members to learn from. Who would that person be? I never have a good answer to this question. <laughs> uh, huh. um, I don't know. I, do you, I have a couple of answers, and I think some of them apply to Kate as well. Um, obviously, any either member of Heart would be amazing <laughs> for us. Um, even I'm kind of biased towards this one, but uh, Chris Daughtry, definitely. Uh, I have a personal experience. Um, I I went to a couple of his concerts, and uh, my first concert I went to by uh, the, um, by him. I held up a sign in the audience asking if I could sing with him, and I got to go up on stage and sing with the band. And uh, five months later, um, 
I ran into a stage manager on the stage floor, and he called me up again. And uh, I got to talk to him for a while. He's a really nice guy, um, very influential singer, and just amazing voice. And all the band members are just amazing. So definitely biased towards that. <laughs> um, any of the guys from Rush, because, oh, my God, those guys are phenomenal. After 40 years, still going at it. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. I mean, my answers are probably all family members. <laughs> oh, oh I, I got one more. Um, U of H's president, Renuk Tour. Yes. Um, <laughs> she is like a god in our house. Um, just because everything she's done uh, for the university, especially in the last decade. She's amazing. And honestly, it's um, wa- watching her and her husband, who's also a very powerful figure in the U of H system, um, personally for me, has made me want to go towards the route of education. So I've, that's for me personally, I love watching what they do and what they stand for. That's awesome. So now, uh, where can people find out more about uh, about your work and also your upcoming album, uh, The Storm With It? Well, our album's up uh, January 21st, and that'll be out on iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and all the music sites and, and SoundCloud, I think, as well. And uh, our social media, as we've been talking about this whole time, is uh, Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, um, we have a YouTube channel, all the the social needs, all those fun stuff. Um, but all of these can be found through our website, annieandkate.com, and it's just annieandkate.com. That has links to all social media, all videos, and all things relating to the Storm Within. And the album... You know, the, the the album coming out is on the 21st. Um, something a little inside, little tidbit that m- most people don't realize is um, so their their very first EP uh, came out on a September 21st um, several years ago. Um, the next one, it just so happened that it came out on February 21st in 2014. And so they said from there on, hey, we got a release on a 21st. And so they released their single, My Own Way. November 21st of 2015. So the reason that we picked January 21st was one to allow enough time to, you know, get everything together and market it and um, allow for the pressing of the album and so forth. But also the girl's birthday is May 21st. Um, So all of our releases have to be on a 21st. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh well, well, well uh, Annie and Kate, and also Xavier uh, Brazong. Well, uh, thank you for joining me on What's the Word. I'm truly honored. Uh, do you have any uh, final words for our audience? Um, I just check out the Storm Within when it comes out on January 21st. And thank you guys so much for listening and and supporting us. And thank you for having us on the show. Thanks for for your time. Thank you guys. Awesome. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the interview uh, with Annie and Kate and also the manager of Savvy Brazil. And I'm going to say that if you miss this episode live, it's going to be archived on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. And also you can visit my company's uh, social media consultancy's website at www.vellanomedia.com forward slash podcast that's two to see, to catch the archive of this interview and also past interviews of uh, What's the Word. 
And also, if you enjoyed this uh, show, can you leave a review on iTunes? And also, on uh, you know, you know, make it, let me know if you like it or not. You know, be very honest. I I I rather have a honest criticism than a fake uh, fake uh, yes. You like the show, so please uh, leave an honest review. Well, everyone, uh, thank you for joining me on What's the Word. Uh, this show that's about find out what inspires people to succeed in their respective careers. My name is Shaval John. Be real and be independent. And though this is a Christmas season, I'm going to leave you guys now with uh, Chris and Earl, uh, Just People. I'll see you guys uh, next week. Hey
um, now it's it's it, it's it's not really something. Okay. All right. Oh boy. What? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.